You're listening to the Speaker Society podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. My name is Alex Feldman, a first-year business major at Western University, and I sit down with professionals to talk about their journey, what lessons they have learned, and what advice they have for students and other professionals alike. Enjoy. We're here with the one and only Nimans. Uh, he will, he's a guy that basically changed my life during the, during COVID. He, he made, I think when I first downloaded TikTok, I think I've saved like probably five or six of your videos and that made me stay on TikTok. So that was kind of the thing. I was like, this that's is, fuck, this that's, that's fucking value, bro. That's value right there. Yeah. No, because you know what happened? I literally like, I downloaded it and I'm like, who's this guy? Like this guy seems so much like me. Okay, I'm gonna keep TikTok. Uh-huh. I, it yeah. used to be. If I it looked at it. I looked at it as if it was so toxic, like just the, the whole app. And then yeah. I just saw someone that I could relate to, and right. I was like, "Holy! Like that? This that's that's fucking amazing, right?" Okay. Love that. So I kind of that's why I have you on, and I just really want to know, like, kind of where did this all start? I mean, you you mentioned before, kind of like that it took you seven years. Is that when everything started, or like how? What was the journey? When did you decide? to become a comedian and kind of follow this kind of route uh yeah it was roughly seven and a half years ago almost now when i was in first year of university uh studying just something completely different i was in kinesiology at uft and i just never really liked academics in the first place i always goofed around i never really i cared as much to get my grades up and stuff like that even though i could have you know I'm i'm not as stupid as i look but, you know, I uh, I still tried because obviously, you know, my parents have an influence on that and how I was raised, obviously, with, you know, strict immigrant parents, like fucking barking down your throat, trying to do like two plus three and shit, you know. So um, I just I had that natural ability in me to, you know, obviously try at least a little bit the bare minimum to do schooling. But uh, it was after this first year where I kind of realized I really love laughing and making people laugh. And I've always been the funny guy. And everyone keeps telling me like, oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. Oh man, you should, you'd be a funny comedian. You'd be funny this. And uh, I never really listened to it until that year where um, I found stand-up comedy and um, I, I binged a lot of comedy on YouTube that whole year. And it made me realize like, wow, like if all these people are doing this, why can't I do this? And, um, you know, long story short, I dropped out after the first year and I immediately went into uh, to start doing comedy and acting by going into the comedy program at Humber College. And just like you might probably react right now, you're like, what the fuck is comedy school, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, the comedy program, like I like everyone's like, oh, what do you mean? You're going to clown college? Well, I, like, even me, I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean there's comedy school, right? So yeah. um, it's an actual thing. And uh, it was a two-year program and I learned a lot and it built the foundation to who I am today. And yeah, uh, the, you know, that that's that's where the story and you know continues yeah and like did you start on tiktok like when did you start on tiktok oh, no, no. uh I, I i started you know on youtube like seven and a half years ago tiktok wasn't even around there mm-hmm. instagram was barely even like a video app at the time um so yeah the, i started to do tiktok pretty much a year before the pandemic hit um it started off pretty slow but then it started to pick up like quickly out of nowhere and then the pandemic hit and that's when i really blew up um, and then, yeah, I was just, I've been on all these apps this whole time, pretty much since and it's just been, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. And like, I, I, I mean, 
as someone that's also on TikTok and like, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people kind of in today's age that are on TikTok. Is there like a certain, like, I guess, algorithm that kind of gets you out further? Like in terms of, you say that you always, you always kind of mention that like consistency, consistency is key, but like, is that, is that all it is really just keeping going and like keep like funneling videos or is there something else kind of to get into the algorithm? No, honestly, there's no formula here. It's literally just try every day. And that's it. Like I, I've, I've, I've literally tried every day since I started because there's nothing I don't, I'm not, there's nothing I'm going back to. There's no plan B here. This is plan A and only A and only plan for me. So um, if I don't try every day and to get better at my own craft, then obviously this isn't for me. So anyway, that's why I, I've never given up this whole time. Um, and I've believed in myself from the beginning. And if you don't believe in yourself, no one's going to believe you. Right. So um, you have to really just put in the effort every day when no one's cheering for you and no one's giving a shit, uh, which happens for years sometimes for people. Right. And that happened to me too. But uh, over time you start to get comfortable in front of the camera on stage or whatever you're doing um, by just, just trying at trying, trying every day. And man, there, there was a bit chunk of period of time where I was just like, doing shit uh, on my videos on stage doing stand-up like everything like I didn't know what I was doing I was just not good as a comedian yet um but that's you have to fail in order to succeed right so um uh, from the thousands of times I've been on stage and bombed and um all my videos bombing over the years I finally found my voice and my groove and all this would have wouldn't have happened if I didn't just you know be consistent and try to do something every day and that's it yeah that's that's very inspirational uh i just kind of wanted to like talk about maybe did you have any like inspirations in terms of comedy like did you watch anyone before you started or is this was this kind of like a more of like your own solo kind of blinders on uh let's move forward kind of thing yeah there's a little bit of both uh, obviously it started with initially with my inspirations in other people so um the first person i ever saw do stand up that i really loved was russell peters actually for me and, you know, coincidentally, I feel like I have a very similar style that he does. Um, you know, he does all the accents and impressions and talks about cultures. And that's uh, similar to a lot of what the stuff I do. And so he definitely was an inspiration early on for me. And then obviously a couple other people along the way, you know, like uh, Dave Chappelle and, um, you know, Kevin Hart. And, and, and it's funny because a lot of people like hate on Kevin Hart and he said, you know, he's not that funny. But, you know, I, I, he's not my favorite comedian, but. I still think he's hilarious, but also the main thing, the reason why he inspires me so much is because he's a fucking businessman. Like this, not, he's not just a comedian. Like this guy is a fucking rock star. He does everything. And he, he owns his own business, own productions. He acts in movies. He does stand up. He writes, he produces like, you know, the list goes on. And that's kind of what I want to do is I don't want to like box myself into just being a comedian. Like I want to be fucking biggest entertainer of the world one day. And that's, that doesn't happen if you don't, do try different shit like i said before so um th those are definitely some of the early inspirations for me yeah well i, I don't know because i was i watched like a lot of a lot of like russell peters actually that came to yeah. mind when i thought of your videos like and that's why a lot of people like your target audience kind of related to you because russell peters kind of like i, I think he's just he became like almost too famous and then they see this yeah. guy that's all that's like always on your for you page always there and he has like the same flow the same kind of style right and yeah. i think that's why you kind of you kind of got your target audience to you know really yeah. come over onto your side Let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about like kind of, uh, I think you 
tweeted a little bit about, uh, I think, a new impression that you always do, which is Gary V. And that was a really fun one. But like you tweeted that like Gary V is really like how you got started or like his mindset is how you got started. And mm-hmm. like, can you talk about a little bit, a little bit about Gary V and how he's been an inspiration for you? Yeah, yeah. So um, naturally, the uh, the guys I mentioned before were my comedy inspirations, right? Um, but in the past couple of years, pretty much when the pandemic hit, honestly, when I that's when I discovered Gary V, and he was the pinnacle of like of of what I needed at the time because uh, obviously with, with the pandemic happening happening and like everyone had to quarantine, like it's very tough mentally on people, right? So. I had to find another reason to keep going and like not get down on myself or, you know, cause I, I was doing a lot of stand up at the time and I was touring a little bit and like to, to stay at home for all that time, it was uh, obviously pretty tough, but luckily with the uh, people I have around me and especially when I discovered Gary V I was watching his stuff and his content and gave me so much value. Uh, and I can't like say these things without like thinking about his voice and his impression, but um, you know, like the way he kind of like showed me, that um you know it's okay to try new shit and like uh, don't judge yourself and you know keep going and like you know think in the macro like uh do a lot of shit every day but like you know have patience for the future right so he definitely inspired me big time with that stuff with the mental and that's what kept me going this whole time because and also so honestly like without having his guidance in that time that i needed it i don't know if i'd even be here right now because i went even harder when the pandemic hit i i started to go off like i was doing like I start to bump it up from like one video a day or every other day to like almost two videos a day, constant content, like new shit, trying really hard. Um, And because I really, it really set in in my mind that honestly, none of this really fucking matters. No one really cares that much about you. And it sounds harsh, but like everyone has so much shit to deal with on their own that they can't even, they can't care about how, what you're dealing with in your personal life, career, whatever it is. So that's what really made it easy for me. And it made it click that like, Oh, okay. So I'll just keep going and like, just keep putting stuff out and, 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 but I'm not even going to worry about what the analytics are or who sees it or how many, how much engagement it gets, just fucking put it out and just keep going. And then that's when it actually started to hit for me. When I start, when I start to care less about all the other shit. Right. So mm-hmm. just, I was just focused on just putting out as much content as possible. So, cause here's the thing, like, that's what, this is what Gary V says is that, you know, you, you can control quantity um of how much you post but you can't you can't control the quality because the quality is up to the market it's up to the audience so that's what really made it easier for me going forward so i definitely um owe a lot of it to gary v yeah shout out to gary v yeah if you ever watch my podcast yeah shout out to the go gary v (laughs) that was a great impression uh so let's let's kind of move on to kind of a recent news and you actually i think i saw this article from national post that you were on and i know it had like a really like i kind of like not not a dark tone but like not the best tone but like i kind of want to start with the good stuff like how does it feel to be recognized by someone like that like you know a big platform like national post to be like like i i can say like worthy enough to to be on it like would isn't that like a big step for you um, honestly, I don't, I treat it as, uh, like it's everything else, like whether it's national post or fucking, I don't know, Vogue magazine, like it's cool. Um, but I'm not going to let it like affect me in any way, whether it's positive or negative, because 
um, it's like it's just another thing that'll like either spring me forward or push me back. So I, I just see everything as neutral, so I can just keep myself focused and level headed and keep going forward. But yeah, like something like that is actually good for me in a way because uh, it's better than uh, it's 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 more positive than it's negative because it's it's press, right? It's it's something that as a comedian and an entertainer, it's like good to have press about you, whether it's good or bad. I guess they always say like no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, uh, and you know, like obviously, I don't think it was bad at all really in my opinion but um it's good to have press like this so it's like your name is out there and people understand who you are and what you do and most importantly people can get the context of what i'm doing and why i'm doing things um so that way like people can understand where i'm coming from when it comes to this shit um and also yeah like because eventually i want to move down to the states and like go travel across the world doing stand-up and like doing shows and collaborations and all this stuff and it's good to have press like this to show that i'm a legit comedian so then i can actually like make money in those different places and live there eventually. Um, so yeah, it's mostly just for all that stuff. Yeah. I, what I meant by like the bad part is not like that. The interview was bad. It's just like, you guys mentioned like shadow bands and stuff like that. Oh, That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, how do you learn to deal with those bands? Cause I, like, I mean, I've never had it and I don't really know how it works. So like, how do you, how did you learn to deal with them? Um, honestly, I just, I don't know. I, it's funny because when I get shadow banned, uh, obviously it's it's shitty because I'm like, oh, I, I've been, I've had such great analytics and engagement for such a long period of time. And all of a sudden, just like, it's very obvious that the, the analytics pummel and that's when you know you're shadow banned. But at the same time, because I've gone through so much shit at the beginning of my career with all those years of like no, no views, no engagement, no likes, no comments, no shares from people that it doesn't really affect me as much as it would another person um, in my, in my opinion, because I've been through this shit before and I've been resilient this whole time and I've always found a way to come back and keep going. So it's not going to affect me. It's never, I'm never going to stop, but I understand why people will get discouraged by these things and give up. But that's, it's a, it's a constant reminder that there's always going to be good that happens if you just keep going. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And talking about like a little bit about continue to talk about exposure. Um, you, you just started, I think you just started or like it's been here for a while, a podcast called Straight and Curly. Shout out to them and, yeah. and your podcast. Uh, just kind of wanted to like, if you can give them a shout out, like what, what are they about? Like what, what, what do you guys talk about on that podcast? Like uh, how does it work for the yeah, so, interested? So well, Straight and Curly is actually my podcast. It's yeah. my brother and I together. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something that me and my brother, uh, we do, we're doing, uh, two episodes a week and we would just keep it open format and just talk about everything. We keep it uncensored, unfiltered. Um, to, it's the best platform to, you know, it, it's long form. So we have time to hash thoughts out and, you know, really get our, get, get our, express our thoughts and on many different, a, a variety range of topics, um, to, to provide context to people who, otherwise don't know it so um yeah i i that, that's why we we do our mm -hmm. podcast and i think it's very valuable to have that so you just keep it kind of open format no real target just kind of have yeah. anyone on yeah yeah for sure i mean like we and we don't edit anything we keep it raw and unedited um kind of like same way joe rogan does it in a way and mm -hmm. yeah that's it like we just we just have conversation that's all it is is to, is to have conversations and we're not we're not closed off to anything and we know that we make mistakes and we say shit that we probably shouldn't say, but in the moment, we never mean it with any bad intentions. It's always with good intentions. 
just to have a conversation and understand each other and other people and other things and etc yeah and uh, i actually a, a guy that i worked on like this podcast with his name's ramteen so shout out to him um mm-hmm. he mentioned that he's he's also like persian and he mentioned right. that you are gonna like do a show with this guy named maz jobrani yeah. soon and he's he's like this big comedian comedian that's also persian yeah. uh, so what is that show going to be about like just uh, out of curiosity so yeah it's just a regular stand-up show that mm-hmm. You know, obviously Maz is uh, headlining. It's his show and um, he's it's his tour, too. So, um, yeah, he, they reached out. They wanted me to open for him. And it's funny. It's crazy because before I started doing comedy, I really looked up to him in the Persian community as a comedian and a couple other guys. And it's crazy to see that now, seven years later, I'm opening for the guy. So it's just really it's really awesome to 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 get, you know, the opportunity to do this and like i said before this all ties back to me just like trying and like just literally doing shit every day this wouldn't happen if i didn't put myself out there put my put my you know my stuff forward and put my yeah that's it so um it it goes to show just fucking if you really believe in yourself and you want something you eventually will get it and I, I, i still believe in that yeah that's that's well it's very inspirational that you got it finally i mean yeah and we're excited to hear kind of the results let's see hear your uh gary v jokes maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit of it <laughs> probably not to be honest because no? the audience is different and also the, the thing is a lot of people don't fail to realize and i don't blame them is that if you don't know a lot about stand-up comedy and like live yeah. shows it's like it's nothing like the like the content that you see online yeah, on yeah. Social media. so it's like uh people are always like oh i can't wait to see you live um so i can hear this in person like for certain like accents or whatever i do on here but i'm like i wouldn't even i wouldn't do that on stage because it, it doesn't translate as well it's not it's different it's different types of comedy right so um the jokes i do on stage are completely different in a way than what i do on camera naturally um otherwise it's just it's pretty hack and like it's just mm-hmm. it's too easy it's cheesy right it's, and i don't want to do that i want to kind of stray away from that so yeah like a show like the mazdrabani show it'll be like I'll, I'll probably do some Persian jokes because it's a Persian audience mainly, um, but it's it's pretty diverse. But at the same time, it's like yeah, it's, I can be comfortable doing cultural jokes that I have, like stories about my mom or my dad or my family, right? So um, it's not just me going out there doing an accent anymore, yeah. like it is on camera. But but yeah, it's uh, I just like to provide that context so people can understand, you know, how it really is. Yeah, yeah, and it, it is hard to understand because it, you, we see you as like this personality, like this internet personality yeah. that kind of has these jokes about different right. things, and it's like you, we've never really seen you as, as in the comedy kind of sphere because because of COVID, I'm pretty sure, and yeah, yeah. it's like shows are kind of like delayed or canceled. So yeah. kind of, kind of just kind of building off that. Uh, when when can, when can we hear this kind of this show? When where, where do we look just for people that are interested? Um, yeah, I mean, like I post all my shows on my on my Instagram and uh, yeah, TikTok and stuff like that. So if anyone wants to stay tuned, I always post about it, my shows on there. Um, you know, that's just one of the many shows that I'll be doing coming up. I have my own shows that I'll be headlining myself as well, which which will be fun. And uh, I do a lot of you know sets on other people's shows, like smaller shows here and there for now until the restrictions lift up. And yeah, hopefully it'll go back to full force when everything's back to normal. Yeah, man, we're almost there, almost there. Apparently, they said March 1st, the uh, vaccine passports yeah. are gone. We'll see, man. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they said it already. At least they said it. Yeah, I mean, they said it, but they always fucking, I don't know, they always go back on their word. 
but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And yeah. kind of just ending it off, I just wanted to kind of like this is a big question. Uh, like, do you have any advice for any teens that are just starting out on social media? Like, what what are some tips and tricks, or maybe like things that you would avoid doing when you start if you're actually thinking of doing it as a career, like you did? Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing is number one for me is uh, just not to judge yourself. And don't worry about what other people think and what their opinions are and what you're doing and what your vision is. Because at the end of the day, no one knows you more than you. No one knows or understands your context more than you. So if, if you post something and, you, and you, I don't know, people are talking shit or hating or whatever, don't take it as a, 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 tr- a true reflection on who you are as a person. You can, you, can, you can scan it and observe it, but just keep going and trying stuff that you actually enjoy doing. Otherwise, you'll start to cater to other people and that will never end well and you're going to fail uh, eventually. So as long as you just stay your authentic self and you just post shit that you want to do, um, that will translate massively in front of the camera. And that's that way you will build a genuine audience that, that, that you want. And that's pretty much it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Speaker Society podcast. As always, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Speaker Society as well as on LinkedIn, where we do bi-weekly call-outs for future episodes. Be well, stay safe, and have a nice day.